Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 23 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. It's Monday. I haven't talked to you guys since Friday. I hope everybody had a nice weekend. I know I enjoyed myself. I had a good weekend myself. Definitely had a great weekend. Uh, uh, Mich- Michigan lost. Michigan did lose. We'll talk about that later. But uh, a couple things happened this weekend in the sports world, so we want to get to that. But before we get started, I do want to remind you that Wednesday, episode 2 of 12 rounds will be available. And then Friday, I'll be back with Electrified. So, you know, once again, another busy week. This, this is the new normal for us. Three shows a week. That's how I'm pushing. That's how I'm coming. I told you guys I was applying mad pressure in March. So, speaking of applying mad pressure, can we talk about the pressure that John Gruden and Mike Mayock put on the Pittsburgh Steelers? So, in the wee hours, Saturday going to Sunday, AB was traded to the Raiders. A verbal agreement was, you know, everything's not totally official yet, but that's it's going to probably, you know, it's all going to go through. AB, you know, he's a Raider. So let me tell you where I was when this happened. I was at a party enjoying myself, and I just, you know, opened my phone on Instagram. I saw AB post a picture uh, of him photoshopped in a Raiders uniform, hashtag Raider Nation. I said, oh, oh, oh. I said, son, is it, is it official? Then we didn't hear anything, nothing, you know, nobody's phone went off. And then about, what, 10 minutes later, boom. AB has been traded to the Oakland Raiders. I said, son, that is absolutely nuts. Just nuts. Um, I I wasn't shocked. I wasn't surprised because I, I knew that was the best team, you know, the best suitor for them to trade because they had three first round picks. So when the trade went, you know, when the trade was announcing, we didn't know what they got in return or what the Steelers got in return. You know, I, I figured they gave up one of the first round picks or something like that. Then I look at the trade details. They only had to give up a third and a fifth round pick. I said, excuse me? Excuse me? <laughs> Mike Mayock, no, <laughs> John Gruden pulled off the heist of the century. I'm talking... Seth Rollins coming in on the Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns main event at WrestleMania and cashing in his money in the bank and winning the WWE title type of heist, like highway robbery. He robbed them blind. They robbed them blind. A third and a fifth round pick. When last Monday it was the asking price was high. Nothing less than a first rounder. And they gave they gave AB up for a third and a fifth rounder. Now I can't tell. If that's just an attestment to him, they them just wanting to get him out of there, or uh, that's just how the negotiations went because that's that's absolutely crazy. A third and a fifth round pick—that's nothing for what the Raiders have in the tuck, and they got that. So let me tell you, the the Raiders got to keep their first round picks. They got the receiver they wanted. They walk out of this scotch free, didn't they? Barely had to give anything up. They're not going to lose any sleep over a third and a fifth round pick. Somebody, somebody did that trade on Madden and it didn't work. So this, this is just confusing to me. 
But, you know, I'm happy for the Raiders. I'm happy for A.B. He got out of a situation that, you know, he was tired of and he got a raise. That's that's the biggest thing. He got new money. Guaranteed money also. Um, I saw a lot of people upset about, you know, the money situation. And I saw and the, most of the people that were upset about it don't play football. Never played football. They just talk about it. And that's a problem. That's always been a problem, you know, between the athlete and the analyst. That's always been a problem. Um, um, these guys have to get their money. And then, you know, this guy's talking about, you know, hold on, where's that tweet at? Where's that tweet? Hold on. Because Arian Foster quoted it, and I, I like what he had to say. But this guy, some random guy, Ross Tucker, NFL, he tweeted, Antonio Brown quit on his teammates and exhibited highly erratic behavior as a, and as a result. Got a $20 million raise with $30 million guaranteed. Great lesson for all of the kids out there. Actually, that was a great lesson. A.B. bet on himself. A.B.'s a six-round. A.B. was drafted in the sixth round, transformed into one of the, if not the best wide receiver in the NFL. The numbers show it. And, you know, the film shows it as well. And he got paid. Why not? How How was it wrong for... Antonio Brown to be upset and to go out and get paid and bet on himself. But we got quarterbacks like Kirk Cousins going eight and eight who have his who have his team in a cap crunch because they owe him 29 M's this season. You're talking about robbing somebody blind. Sheesh. And it's a problem when A B goes to get paid. No. No way. No way. I, I I'm happy for A B. And, you know, it's just these guys got to get paid. If these quarterbacks can get paid, you know, these these wide receivers, running backs, they deserve the money as well. And it's definitely going to help or, you know, or hurt these uh, other franchises who owe their big wide receivers money uh, soon. You know, Julio and then Devontae Adams is still he's going to be still in his 20s by the time his next contract's coming. So who knows what he's going to be getting. But A.B. definitely set the tone. Definitely set the tone, and I'm happy he did. Now, I didn't talk about this last week, but I did watch the shop. A.B. was on there with LeBron. I, I did not like what he had to say about Shannon Sharp. All right, first of all, Shannon Sharp is one of my favorite uh, people in, on the planet. I love Shannon Sharp. And, you know, he, he, he was upset that Shannon Sharp criticized him. Okay, that's his job, one. Two, Calling that man a coon or whatever, you know, talking about him with the henny in the backwoods. Shannon Sharp's an entertainer at the end of the day. And he's doing, you know, he's that's him. That's his personality. Very entertaining guy. But the call to say that about Shannon Sharp, when Shannon Sharp fights all the time on Twitter, uh, and then on on his uh uses he, he uses his platform to talk about issues in the black community. He's always going to bat for uh the, the black community. Yeah, don't ever come out your mouth talking about Shannon Sharp like that again. That's crazy. That's absolutely nuts. Didn't appreciate that. And I like A.B. I do like A.B., but I didn't like that. So that's that's what I did want to say about that. And, um, yeah, man, it's, it's – but I'm happy for him. I'm glad he got paid. Now, it's going to be interesting to see what else the Raiders do this offseason. But that's the team I'm going to be, be watching. Um, They're going to have an interesting offseason. and. There's a lot of free agents now, and recently, yesterday, uh, added to the list. Free agency starts on the 13th, 
in a couple of days. And uh, Wednesday, yes, Wednesday, and I cannot wait. It is going to be something to see. Whew. Mm, I can't wait. But happy for AB. Glad he's in a better situation. And I don't know what the, the Steelers, they're losing Bell and Brown. Mm, mm-mm, I don't know. Like I said, I said this on the show um, right before the playoffs started. Um, back in December, I said that the AFC North battles will now be between the Browns and the Ravens. That's going to become the premier uh, rivalry in the AFC North. And I, I, I'm sticking to that. I, the Bengals are not making any noise. And the Steelers are done. Steelers fans, get ready to be on Twitter bragging about your rings in the 70s that half of you probably weren't even allowed to see, I mean, alive to see or talking about the last time you won the Super Bowl. Uh, hey, because you're not going to see one of those for a very long time. A very long time. It's a wrap. Ben's going to be done soon. It's time to start rebuilding in Pittsburgh. It's a wrap. It is a wrap. You know what else is a wrap? The Lakers season. Because they shut everybody down. And <laughs> they just have to. It, it's over. It's over. It's over. And we're going we're, we're gonna to get into that. We're going to get into that now, actually. So... The Celtics and the Lakers played Saturday night, and the Lakers lost, of course. Weren't at full strength, and, you know, the Lakers, are they're done. But I want to talk about everything surrounding this game, because this game brought up a lot of hot takes, hot takes and good quotes, and I want to break I want to break something, some of this down. First, I'll start off with Kyrie and LeBron talking after the game. You know, they did the jersey over the face, towel over the face. I would love, I would love to know what was said. I would love to know what was said in that secret service conversation. Because I, I know it it had something to do with Kyrie coming there this summer. You're not going to convince me that it didn't. I truly believe we will be seeing Kyrie in purple and gold next season. I I feel it. I feel it. And I hope that's what we get. Now Kyrie said that um criticisms are a little unfair because of how much time LeBron missed. That's facts. You got to think. Like I said last time, Lakers were in fourth place before LeBron went down. Fourth place. Fourth place. So I don't. I, I really don't want to hear the West is too hard for LeBron. Don't want to hear that. LeBron was in fourth place before he went down. He go. He goes down, and then you know they're talking about his weight and how out of shape he was. You know, for his standards, I I believe that. I think that injury was worse. Not. Um, the injury itself, but I think the impact was much worse than we all thought initially. And it shows. It definitely shows. It definitely shows. So Kyrie is 100% correct. I don't think everybody should be giving LeBron this much of a hard time because, listen, man, it is what it is. You guys know LeBron's the team. Everybody knows LeBron's the team. And it just seems like LeBron's off the court when when LeBron was off the court, Luke Walton was confused to do with the rotations, with what to do with the rotations, and it was just like, "Come on, man, come on, man, they need that man." So I, I think Kyrie is one hundred percent correct in saying that. And um, then during the game, see, this is why I don't like watching basketball on ESPN. I, I'm I'm a I'm a TNT guy. I don't like I don't like half the ESPN crew, on I don't like the halftime. 
don't like Paul Pierce, can't stand Paul Pierce. I wish Paul Pierce would just stop talking. I don't know why he has a job. I hate him with everything in me. He's a hater, and he's just a grumpy old man. Good God. But don't like Mark Jackson either, but I really don't like uh, my man Steve Van Gundy. Oh, he's a clown. You know what Steve Van Gundy said in the game? Do you know, No, excuse me, not Steve. My bad. Jeff Van Gundy. Do you know what Jeff Van Gundy said? They have to rebuild this roster. I think they need to ex- explore trading LeBron. That probably is the dumbest thing I've heard or the dumbest thing ever said in, in sports in the past 15 years. Trade LeBron. Trade LeBron. The man who went to how many how many straight finals he went to? Y'all know the number. I, I don't know it off the top of my head because I'm about to get I'm about to get into it right now. I got words for Jeff Van Gundy. LeBron. LeBron, the man who dropped, what did he drop in the finals, 50-something? LeBron, how many rings he got? Three. LeBron, come on, man. Trey LeBron, that's crazy talk. You have to be smoking the primest California weed to be talking about trading LeBron James. Where are you going to send him to? Where are you going to send him to? Where? And for what? For what? Come on, man. Come on, man. Trading LeBron is the dumbest thing ever. You you build around LeBron. You build Le, you build around LeBron. That's exactly what you do. Now I will say this. I will say this. Since we're talking about, I want to. You know, I said something about building. Magic and them gonna have to get it together. Like I said, they're gonna have to get it together quickly. This summer is going to be a lot. A lot's going to be on them this summer. That picture of Magic. As Ja Rule and my man is uh is Billy and they said the Lakers was the fire festival. That is very accurate because that's exactly what it was. We had a lot of high hopes for the Lakers this season and it didn't go well at all. But trading LeBron is is the last thing in anybody's mind, in anybody's right right mind. Anybody with common sense knows that was the use use your common sense. Your common sense. Ain't nobody trading LeBron. Mm-mm. By Trey LeBron, but they're gonna have to get that man some help this summer. Definitely gonna have to get some that man some help. Um, what else? Oh my goodness, Skip Bayless. I I can't stand Skip Bayless. I, I, Skip is my man. Skip is cool. Skip is a cool guy. I like him and Shannon. You know, but the, the things that Skip says sometimes they just irk my entire being. He tweeted. No way Michael Jordan would make up with Kyrie the way LeBron has. But MJ was the all-time cold-blooded basketball killer. LeBron is a really nice guy. Listen, man, I'm so sick and tired of hearing about this bald head man, bro. Anything LeBron does, y'all talk about him. Anything. Anything. I'm tired of it. That man was a gambling addict. I'm going to say it again. I said it last time. That man was a gambling addict. Who played basketball against plumbers, garbage men, local politicians, pizza delivery drivers, IT techs, Walmart workers, warehouse workers, bus drivers, cab drivers. That's that's LeBron, that's Michael Jordan's competition. I'm tired of hearing about that man. 
LeBron's a really nice guy. LeBron is a grown man. I'm not. If, if listen, Kyrie LeBron had a good relationship. You know, they had rocky relationship. They had you know everybody. Everybody's relationship has problems. Nobody's relationship is perfect, and theirs was far from it. But to, you know, of course, they're grown men at the end of the day. They're grown men. They're not about to stop talking to each other forever, forever over some BS. I'm happy to see them young, young um, them fellas. Uh, you know, reconcile and everything. I'm glad that happened. It's good for them. Good for the sport. Good for everybody. But, bro, nobody cared about Michael Jordan, bro. I'm tired of hearing it, man. I really am. I'm tired of hearing it. Stop talking about that man when y'all talk about the king. I'm tired. Michael Jordan's a cold-blooded killer in the NBA. Man, whatever. Yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. Always talking about that man when y'all talk about the king. Give it a rest, buddy. Give it a rest. Gosh. <sighs> Is there anything else to talk about with the Lakers and Celtics game? No, I think that's about it as far as the Lakers go. Oh, shout out to my man, Mo. My boy, Mo Weasley, man. He dropped 22 in his first NBA start. Shout out to that boy, 15, man. Show doing Michigan proud. It's a shame they couldn't do the same for him on Saturday night. <sighs> As you know, man, Michigan State came through with the season sweep on Big Blue. Very, very sad scene. Tough scene. Unfortunate scene. Swept scene. Sad scene. Just an overall tough scene for the good guys Saturday night. Second half was interesting. You know, they, they had a good lead. And they were playing good. They were shooting good. But as the clock winded down, the momentum started to shift. And then as soon as after, right after halftime, Michigan State came back out swinging. It came out swinging. They, they couldn't miss. And, you know, when, you're, when your stars like Iggy B, when, when Iggy B gets in foul trouble for Michigan, it's a problem. You know, and everything was coming in the, in the paint. And the Michigan State defense just strapped them up. Poole couldn't find his shot. X couldn't find his shot. It was just, you know, an over an all around beatdown in the second half. Overall, yeah, just a beatdown in the second half. But, you know, Michigan shouldn't feel too bad. You know, everybody is out here getting sweeped. <laughs> Duke got sweeped by UNC, but you know, that's a whole nother thing. And um, you guys, I understand, you know, Zion's coming back, but what if what if, you know, they come back. Zion comes back, and they get the rematch that everybody thinks is going to happen. What if they don't win? Then, then what? What's the excuse? I understand injuries are prevalent, but come on, man. I just think UNC might have Duke's number. Maybe, maybe. But these four teams have the uh, the chance to possibly see each other for a third time. Uh, we'll start off talk about the uh, Michigan Michigan State. They have a chance to see each other again in the big the Big Ten tournament, which starts on the thirteenth Wednesday, and uh, both of them have a bye, of course, you know, all the way through. And uh, there's there's a there's a strong chance these they can see each other again in the finals. There's a strong chance they can see each other in the championship game for this, but uh, we'll see. We'll definitely see. I would like to see that. I would like to see that. I think it'll be interesting to see, you know, neutral neutral territory. 
and uh, I would I would like to see that. But that tournament's gonna be good all the way through. I can't wait for that to start. You know, March Madness is here, and then uh, Duke and uh, UNC have a chance to see each other right uh, once again in the ACC tournament final game. So we'll see about that as well. I'm very excited though. March March is always exciting. I like March Madness, but I have been watching a lot of college basketball this season, more than I usually do. So, like, I've been watching it all through the regular season, so I'm pretty excited for March. Like, you know, so sometimes, like, I used to just watch March Madness, and I wouldn't have a clue who was who and who was good. All I knew was Michigan. That's about it. That's about it. But you know, now I, I'm I'm well. I'm very familiar with the the teams and the players, the big teams, big players. You know, I'm very familiar with everybody. So I'm more excited than I would have been what five years ago. Yeah, definitely, definitely more excited for March Madness than I would have been back back in the day. Um, but yeah, March Madness is here. I'm excited about that. Go blue. Anything else we need to talk about? Um, like I said, you know. If, Free agency is heating up in in the NFL, but we'll probably I'll probably come at you with a little week week re we whoa I don't know English I don't know English uh, I'll come at you with the week's recap on Friday of all of the moves made because literally there are moves being made as we speak as I look at my phone so I'm not even going to touch that until Friday but I think that's all I have for you guys today um. Tune in to 12 Rounds on Wednesday, episode 2 of 12 Rounds on Wednesday. Got a very, very good show for you guys on Wednesday. A lot to talk about in the boxing world. And once again, I'll be back here for Electrified on Friday. And I have an announcement about that. But you'll have to tune in to my Twitter, Instagram, or the Electrified Pod's Twitter to find out about that. Yes, indeed. And then Saturday we got the special episode, one of the one of the very first special episodes of Twelve Rounds Fight Day uh, countdown episode of Twelve Rounds for the Mikey and Errol Spence fight. So I'll be breaking down that entire card. So tune in for that. You know I'm excited about that as well. And uh, that's about it. So ladies and gentlemen. Once again, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.